Hello and welcome to the Luscious Living Podcast. I'm your host, Celine Vilgen, holistic nutrition consultant and the founder of Luscious Living, where personal growth meets wellness. Ladies, we've heard that PMS is a feminine curse, and it's time to bust that myth. Did you know that your period is actually a sacred and beautiful time for you? It doesn't feel like that when you have symptoms of cramps, bloating, nausea, headaches, and more. And I'm here to tell you it does not have to be that way. Did you know that you can use nutrition to ease those symptoms? Did you know that you have four different phases of your menstrual cycle? Yes, you can learn to optimize each of these phases and really understand your body and understand why you're more motivated in some times of the month and more excited to work out or more wanting to stay in or you are just more intuitive in certain phases as well. Learn to understand your body, love yourself even more. This is all talked about in my best-selling book, The Painless Period Guide. Grab a copy for you and a friend. The link to purchase is in the description. Hello, hello, gorgeous, radiant woman. I am thrilled that you are here for this episode. This is a topic that has been a huge deep dive for me over the past, especially two years. I don't know what it was about 2020 and COVID, but it made me want to become the most radiant version of myself, the most feminine version of myself. And why I say feminine is because for so long, I rejected my own femininity and I rejected my own light. I dimmed myself. I made myself small. And I allowed other people to treat me like that as well. And I look back and for so long, I dressed like such a tomboy. And there's nothing wrong with that at all if that's your style. But inherently, it was not my style. It was just a a comfort trap in a way. I was also scared to dress any other way. I remember even in junior high, very vividly, there was this beautiful black tunic that I had, and it was so cute, Um, and it was very different from all the band t-shirts I wore, and I remember being terrified of wearing it, Um, and it just made me realize also there's just like some, some, something about confidence and being able to dress in a certain way. It does require confidence, and it's almost like it also gives you confidence. It's actually something called enclosed cognition in psychology where how we dress is how we feel. Maybe you've noted that during COVID and lockdowns when you were wearing pajamas or maybe you work from home and you, you know, wear pajamas throughout the day or when you're feeling cozy, right? You want to be cozy uh, and you act like you're kind of cozy in that way as well versus when you are wearing something that makes you feel confident and good, then you're also most likely going to act in that way of, you know, you're wearing business clothes, you're going to be more assertive, most likely. And so for me, I was always wearing clothes that made me feel frumpy and didn't have any personality to them, of my personality at least. And 
I really started to even, I remember even looking up how to put on makeup properly in 2020. I know this might not resonate with so many of you. I remember I was talking to um, a girlfriend on the phone and she was saying, you know, this is back in 2020 now. And she's saying, you know, my daughter's, you know, like learning to put on makeup now and she's 13 years old. And I'm like, oh my God, I just turned, I think I was, well, I was 29 at the time, right? So I'm thinking, oh my God, I just started to learn how to put on makeup. And, uh, and yeah, and so it's been actually a beautiful journey. And I look back at photos and I'm like, oh my God, how is that also me? And the benefits of being a radiant woman is that you get to live a life, like, you know, the main character energy that's been going around that whole thread, like the main character of your life. Because otherwise we walk around, you know, Earl Nightingale says, Earl Nightingale says, we walk, we tiptoe through life, hoping to make it safely to death. And at the end of our life, we don't want that. We want to look at the, look back and say, wow, what an incredible life I lived. What a powerful life I had. What an incredible, per incredible person I became. What amazing relationships I had and experiences that were unforgettable. But it's hard to do that when we don't feel radiant, when we don't, we just want to hide and stay small and stuck. I know what that's like. And so I want to bring out the habits of a radiant woman in hopes that it will shine some light as to some of the, the habits that you can take on or think about. And I want to get right into that. So... Looking back, so I have I have six things that I have identified that really create a radiant woman. And, you know, I remember even a few years ago, a really radiant, beautiful woman was so triggering to me. And of course, I know that triggers are just, you know, something within ourselves that is undeveloped that we're not allowing ourselves to receive. In this case, it was at least. And yeah, what a way to live. And so I've identified these six different habits that I have been cultivating within myself and will continue to cultivate that I invite you to think about and take on as well. So number one, a radiant woman knows that she is an asset. An asset is something that continues to grow and increase in value. Okay, and so when you look at yourself, how are you growing? How are you developing yourself? Are you learning a new skill currently? And if not, what is the skill that you would like to cultivate in the next few months, next year? The year and the time is going to pass anyway. Is there a new course that you can take? A workshop? A book? It does not have to be going back to education. It can literally be you know, the holistic weight release program. <laughs> it can be a watercolor program. It can be learning sign language. It can be learning about geishas in, in Japanese culture. It could be a skill in project management or digital marketing. It could be in homemaking and style and design or makeup. It doesn't matter what it is. It just, it does matter that you're continuing to grow and up-level your skill and be an asset, be able to have conversations with different kinds of people and really grow your mind. You know, as we grow older, 
you know, I just did a workshop at a senior center about this. It's not that we're growing older that the brain starts to um, lose its power. It's that we stop learning. And so, you know, for myself, I go, I go to the library. I visit the library at least twice a month. Since I was a kid, I would buy or get a stack of books and I continue to do that. I'm just looking over at my shelf. I'm reading a book on flower essences. I'm reading the 15 Habits of Conscious Leadership. I am reading a book about the lymphatic system. I'm reading a book about the book deals. And the other one is Jim Collins. Um, and I can't see the title because it's covered by my book, uh, by my bike tire there. Um, but it's he's the one who wrote From Good to Great as well. Okay, so it's about business. And this is continual for me. I'm, in a business standpoint, learning more about lab work currently as well and be able to help clients really understand their lab work. Okay, I'm learning about finances constantly. And so that's a really big one. And, and talking about finances also on an asset physical level, I also believe that a radiant woman is also financially secure or working towards it. This is a whole podcast episode of its own, and I want to, you know, one day share a little bit more about my relationship with money and finances as well, but it's it's looking at, okay, you know, having a comfortable relationship with money as well, being able to look at it, appreciate it, learn how to appreciate it, meaning grow it as well, and that also comes with skill, okay? So that is number one, is the radiant woman knows that she is an asset and she's continually growing, Second habit is that she is an artist and life is her art. She is art. So she's the painter and the designer of her life. She curates the people, the places, the input, the output with intention, right? And so this could be your email list. The other day, even I unsubscribed from five emails that were, I never really read. There are some emails I love opening and reading, but those were not one of them. I also recently, and I continue to do this a few times a year, at least once or twice a year, is organize all the closet or the internal drawers of my desk, right? Or if I have a basket under the bed, making sure that everything in there is there on purpose. So this is vital, is just li- is, is living with this, this beauty, this intention. If, some, if you have a mug that you use that's chipped, is that, you know, inspiring you? Are some of the clothes that you have inspiring you? Do they make you feel beautiful? Or do they make you feel like art? You know, or do you get to act as if your face is a canvas and you get to paint your face with makeup? And that could literally be lip gloss and mascara. Or it could be some perfume or essential oils. And so how can you continue to live in beauty? Because as women, we are beautiful And we inspire beauty. We inspire love. And beauty is a gift. And I used to think for so long that focusing on external beauty was superficial. And I was wrong. I was wrong because I'm just happier when I take pleasure and pride in taking care of myself. I do feel better when I look beautiful versus when I'm just in a hoodie and just disheveled, you know, hair. And it it does matter. I will say right now it does matter. And I had to learn that. And it's not selfish or it's not superficial. 
at all. You know, you deserve to take care of yourself and it feels good. I know if it's 10 extra minutes that you take, you know, to brush your hair or put on mascara, it matters because you matter. The third principle here is nourishment. A radiant woman takes pride in nourishing herself and others. So this for me looks like having breakfast, lunch, and dinner, where if you've listened to my other content, you know that I would skip all of these and wonder why I was binge eating and craving all the time. And so, you know, I have my eggs in the morning. I will have some soup usually with some fruit in the afternoon, and dinner is usually protein with vegetables, and I always have some kind of dessert, which I used to feel so guilty about. I'm like, why would I not have chocolate after dinner? Like, what? (laughs) And so nourishment also comes from having whole foods, right? I used to get Subway cookies all the time, and now, like, yes, I will have cookies, but I'll make them with cassava flour and honey, for example, or applesauce or whatever it is. Um, I don't have artificial sweeteners and and colors um, because it's not nourishing for the brain or the gut. Um, You know, I take supplements. I take, right now, I'm taking, um, I'm just thinking right now, sunflower, lecithin, definitely magnesium. I'm taking a vitamin D and K. I'm taking an NAC. I'm taking evening primrose oil. Right, then some of these are are the supplements I'm taking now, and sometimes it changes from season to season. But what are the supplements that you can take that also make you feel nourished and alert and productive and calm, right? And so I actually started to take this Peace Nerve uh, Tonic, which is really beautiful. I also take flower essences. So this can look differently for you, but I'm I'm so um, wanting to share that this nourishment is so important. And in reverse, you know, taking care of whether it's plants or animals or people around you as as females, we naturally have this nourishing uh, tendency and, you know, hone in on that. What can you take care of? Um, Maybe it's just yourself and that's beautiful. Can you take care of also... You know, if you go down the, the street and you see some garbage, can you take care of the earth in that way? This is what I always do. And I remember, like, I was in high school and one of my friends was like, Celine, you're not the garbage man. I'm like, yeah, I know, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm a resident of this planet. And, uh, you know, I organized a, a cleanup by, um, a few years ago. And it just was so fulfilling because we, we're responsible for the earth that we live on, like, I don't have to be a garbage person for that. The third tip here is that a radiant woman is organized and she lives in order. So this is her calendar, her home, her closet, her drawers, her fridge, her pantry. How can you invite more order into your life? Because when you think about a radiant woman, you know, she's not a hot mess. I for sure sometimes can still be a bit of a hot mess. But, you know, for the most part, my calendar a week ahead of time is always planned out with my meetings, always planned out with the priorities the day before. Okay, I always know when I wake up what is getting done the next day. I plan a year ahead of important dates and even promotions in my business. I plan months ahead and look at what are some rituals I want to invite with different seasons. 
Okay, and so I invite you now also to look at in your closet, what have you not worn? What does, what does not make you feel good, even if you've paid a lot of money for it, even if you've never worn it before? You know, I, I really have looked at this in my own life and, and continued this as a practice of, is there any t-shirts or clothing or socks or underwear even that does not make me feel sexy and radiant and confident? And if not, I donate it or I toss it. And same thing with the home. Can you have organization in your home? I just actually um, organized this cupboard that we have about, um, you know, it has just like extra utensils and Ziploc bags and that kind of stuff. And I felt so good organizing it. And so, you know, that is another practice you can have. Maybe it's season per season. Um, can you organize your home with decorations that you have seasonally? Can you organize your home with, with sporting equipment? Is there the laundry room that you've been wanting to tackle, right? And so you don't need to do the whole thing at the same time, but just pick a drawer, a cupboard, a bag, right? Next tip is that a radiant woman lives from, life, from love. She is polite and she is elegant. And I don't mean elegantly you have to wear pearls, elegant as in manners, Oh, I'm not going to go into a rant here, but I just find that there is not enough people who have manners nowadays, simple things like a please, a thank you, um, you know, oh my gosh, and how to like hold cutlery when you eat at the table. Um, this is okay. This, I'm just going to share this. I, and you know, like I've gone for coffee with people and usually like in my mind, it's like, okay, we're going for coffee. We're only just going for coffee. So let's wait until we're there, both there. And usually um, I like to offer to buy the coffee or snacks or whatever it is. But the past few times I've gone for coffee with people, they're like just already ordered and sipping on their coffee and enjoying it. And, and it's not like I'm late. It's just you know, it's just, it's interesting. I find it interesting. Um, obviously there's different circumstances there as well, but, or even when you have some food, it's like sharing with the person that you're with. I remember when we play outside with my neighbor, Michael, my mom said, if you don't have a snack from, for Michael too, you're not eating it outside. Like you're either eating it in or you're bringing something for him. And that's really stood out to me now after um, is making sure that I, you know, I have something for people. And this is also maybe cultural, but like when people come over, I always, always, always will have tea and some kind of snack to have. And so these things, you know, they're small, but they're noticeable. And I recommend reading Emily Post's etiquette book. Um, I've actually taken some courses online about really, you know, how to have elegant table manners. Um, I actually, you know, my dad was adamant about, you know, how we have table manners and holding our cutlery. But um, I think, you know, it's just at the time, I just didn't really care that much. And now I really do. It does make you stand out. And I think, you know, it just, it makes you memorable. And I just think that life, if the more memorable moments we can have, the better. And so, you know, also coming from this place of love, right? I always ask myself, is this action or thought coming from love or fear? And I do believe we need way more love and actions from love in the world. And so, you know, I do believe a radiant woman lives from love and embodies the energy of love and taps into that, inspires the world through love. 
The very last tip I have of a radiant woman, a habit of a radiant woman, is that she is fluid and open and receptive. When you receive a compliment or a gift, are you saying thank you or this old dress or I just got this from XYZ? You know, it feels so good to give someone a compliment or do something and they're receptive, they're happy, they're grateful. And as women, you know, in in this feminine, the feminine energy is, is very flowy, it's receptive. And so I invite you now to, you know, say thank you and smile and not always be the one that has to talk or do, but to really receive Let that sink in and it's a gift in return. When someone gives you a compliment and you fully receive it, it is such a gift to the other person. It is such a gift. And you just get to spread more of that love and joy. And also like water, she's also fluid when she needs to, can go with the flow, but she's also, you know, uh, powerful and you don't mess with water in that way as well right? She's slow when she needs to be, but she's also fast and acts fast when she needs to be and knows the difference between the two. And this is something I'm continually learning myself, especially when I'm in such a business mindset continually. And then I have to switch off when I'm with my partner because, you know, magnetically, you know, charged, you know, masculine, feminine, we need the polarity to be drawn and attracted to each other. But if I'm like giving orders and like just, you know, snappy and um, in my masculine energy and my boyfriend in his masculine energy, well, there's not a lot of um, flow. There's, there's not a lot of magnetism versus when I am receptive, I'm taking care of myself. I'm feeling good. It's irresistible to your partner. Especially when they come home from work, they want to be in your feminine radiant energy versus more masculine energy. So you become a refuge, a soft place to land for them. And that really is a formula for a beautiful dynamic relationship as well. So there you have it, my loves. These are the six habits of a radiant woman. She knows she's an asset. She's growing. She is the artist and she is art. She takes pride in nourishing herself. She is organized and orderly. She lives from love. She's polite and elegant. And lastly, she is fluid, open, and receptive. So I hope that you have enjoyed these beautiful six habits. And if you have, I have a live workshop happening in Calgary at the Light Cellar. November 26th at 11 a.m. is the Radiant Woman Workshop. I'm going to go over the emotions that hold us back from our radiance and really how to use food and lifestyle to balance them, but also unblock some of those emotions and limiting mindsets to become the most radiant version of ourself. We're also going to be talking about hormones 101, how to balance your hormones. We're also going to be talking a little bit more about feminine energy and really how to tap into bliss and pleasure because there is so much more to life than just you know, day in, day out, the same kind of energy, this hustle and bustle. There's a whole other world out there and it's going to make you more attractive to whether it's your partner or whether you're in the dating field or you're, you know, flying solo. It's going to make you more attractive to your goals, you know, and more assertive and confident. 
And the world needs more women who are just tapped into their feminine radiance. So I will link that for you in the podcast below. Make sure you share this episode and the event with a friend. And thank you so much for listening. I will see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please give the show a five-star review if you feel like you learned something new today. All of the mentioned links will be in the show notes. And also, are we connected on Instagram? Find me over at underscore luscious living underscore and come say hi. See you next episode.